Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. I'm Graham Ledger, and this is a special edition of The Ledger Report. Yesterday, Senator Elizabeth Warren said that the White House has essentially already canceled some student debt by waiving interest on that student debt, and it could use that same exact authority to cancel student debt permanently. Does the White House agree with that view? This is about the authority, not whether you will, but that you can derive the authority in the same exact way. I don't have anything to preview for you in terms of any authority and how, or how it would work. Uh, what I would tell you is that not a single person in this country has paid a dime on student federal student loans since the president took office. And what we have said is that he would make a decision about any cancellation of student debt uh, before the conclusion of that pause on student loans. But I don't have anything to preview for you at this point in time. She said that it was an issue of racial equity. Does the White House view this as a racial equity issue? Well, again, I think uh, the president views uh, student loan relief, debt relief as something that impacts, yes, it, it is a racial equity issue, but it is also an issue that impacts many individuals, young people, middle-aged people of all races. It is something that he has uh, he has uh, played, uh, has been a vital uh, priority to the president, which again is why not a, not a single person has played, paid a penny, a dime, a dime or a penny um, in student uh, loans since he took office. Stop the tape also known as a default. Imagine this, the White House, the guy who is occupying the Oval Office right now, his mouthpiece spokesperson, Pacham Pataki, is proud and happy to say, not a single dime, no, not a penny, Jan, not a whatever, not a centavo, not a lira, not a gold bar has been paid towards student debt since he has been in office. Imagine that. Let's reverse the bet, shall we? We like to reverse the bet on the golf course. This is not the golf course, but golf is a microcosm of life, and so here we go. Let's say Pajam Pasaki says not a dime of home mortgages have been paid while Biden has been in the Oval Office. What's the difference between the two? Can you explain to me what is the difference between the two? They're both debt. They're both, in effect, personal debt. But the difference in this, in this case, in the kind of debt, by the way, is that usually for a home mortgage, it is secured against the property, right? You don't pay your debt or your, you don't pay your note, you lose the property. You get foreclosed upon. That's called collateral. What is the collateral for student loans? Hmm? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. And so if ever there was the definition of cancel culture 
It's here right now in modern day America where we are apparently having open conversations about defaulting on, last I checked, it was a total of $1.3 trillion in loans. Now, I was raised that when you take a loan, and I'm one of these people who have navigated life where I don't take on a lot of debt. I just don't like to owe people things. I don't like to owe banks things. So I just personally don't like to have a lot of debt. It's not because I had any trouble when I was younger. I didn't get into debt. I just never felt like I enjoyed the feeling of being in debt to anyone or anything. So on a personal level, if I ever have, for example, if I get a credit card statement, I even like to prepay my, my credit card. That's how anal retentive I am in terms of debt. That's how much I don't want to be in debt. You know, and now with your cell phone and the app and all that, they make it so easy, you can prepay your darn credit card. And that's what I do. But I pay my credit card in full. I don't carry any debt. I don't want to owe anybody anything. It's just me. But this mindset says, not only can you owe money on a personal level, but don't worry about paying it. The message is tremendously antithetical to what the United States is all about. It's tremendously antithetical to the, public sec the private sector and how the private sector functions. It's totally public sector. Public sectors don't have to worry about paying debt because they're the public sector. Because the debt is always paid by who? You and me. This is a terrible lesson to learn. And what is it telling the not too distant future, the kids in high school right now, or, or kids in uh, maybe freshman and, and sophomore year in college? Hey, rack up the debt. Let's rack up as much debt as possible. You won't have to pay for it. That's the America of today, unfortunately. And when Pajam Pazaki is asked whether the White House has authority, show me. Please show me in this here booklet we call the United States Constitution. Show me where Pajam Pasaki, the guy in the Oval Office, has the authority to wipe out $1.3 trillion worth of debt. Can you show it to me? The authority. It doesn't exist. It doesn't exist for Congress. It doesn't exist anywhere in the United States Constitution or any of our laws. Oh, but that's probably coming, right? Maybe it'll be Nancy Pelosi's swan song. She'll create some sort of law that wipes out student loans, and the Republicans are so stupid that they're going to go along with it. Joe Biden signs it. Where do I sign? You know, it's like the scene from um, Blazing Saddles. Think of your secretary. Oh, okay. And then he signs it. Can we still talk about Blazing Saddles? I don't know. It's one of my all-time favorite movies. I don't care. And I tried to watch it on television one time, <laughs> you know, it was just sliced and diced. It looked like Swiss cheese. You know, everything was bleeped and edited and scenes gone. No, no, no. Of course, there is no authority to just unilaterally wipe out $1.3 trillion worth of debt by the president or anybody else in the executive branch, anybody else in the legislative branch. And throw in, the, if you want, the third branch of government, the courts. No one has any authority to do something like that. Yet here we are openly talking about this. 
Now, I want to start off with that because it sets a tone. It sets a mindset of where we are in the world of education in this republic. We're in a world of hurt. And it's a world of hurt at all levels. Largely because of the fundamental question that people should be asking right now, and some people are. I've heard people openly talk about this. Why is the government in the business of education? Can anybody explain that one to me? Is that in this here constitution anywhere? Why is the government at any level involved in education? Because why? Why is the government involved in healthcare? It's the same answer. And to me, I'm not a libertarian, but to me, the answer is it shouldn't be. Of course it shouldn't be. Government shouldn't be involved in healthcare, in any aspect of healthcare. If you've been on the Obamacare website, you know what a disaster zone it is. Just a giant mechanism to redistribute wealth. Take from the rich and give to the so-called poor. You talk about privileged? The privileged aren't the rich. The privileged are the poor who are getting these subsidies. Same thing with education. The federal government has no business in education, really. The federal, I'll give you another one, by the way, that kind of dovetails into what's happening in our society these days. And this may be a shocker to you, but I believe the, the government at any level, federal, state, local, has no business in marrying people. Ooh, that's rather radical, Graham. What about marriage licenses? In the end, what is marriage? Marriage is a, a union usually blessed by God. In this country, that's the way we look at it. I know there are some legal ramifications and that obviously is not quite as simple as what I'm making it. But the reason why there are legal ramifications to marriage is because government has bestowed certain rights to married people. Should they be in the business of doing that? No. Yeah, Graham, what about the, uh, the discount, the IRS discount for being married? If the government's not involved, then uh, some people are being disadvantaged. Well, how about this? How about this as a radical thought? Paying income taxes is immoral. Oh, no, now he's gone full Monty. <laughs> no, no school, no health care, no taxes. If there is to be a federal income tax, which I believe is immoral, it should be a flat tax. Then there should be no write-offs, period. So then you don't have to worry about the marriage factor, do you? But again, back to education, because that's what this focus uh, is all about. The higher education in this country is a mess. I have said before, I'll say it again, that if you want to fix this Tia, what's her name, the the guy who thinks he's a girl, swimming and beating all the girls. He was an average, mediocre swimmer as a guy. Oh, I'm a girl. Bam. I'm setting all the records. <laughs> How shocking. If you want to end that, it's, it's very simple. Parents, you say, hey, look, NCAA. Hey, look, college. Hey, look, division. I'm pulling my kid and my money out of here. That's the only way to fix this, ladies and gentlemen. I know it's not easy. And I know how competitive college is. I went through it not long ago with my daughter. 
And the SAT, well, of course, in California, you don't have to worry about the SAT anymore. They've dropped it. But you know, qualifying for college, however you qualify in California now, um, you have to have that heartbeat, I suppose, and uh, a certain uh, color of skin, and you're in. That's California. Gender doesn't even, I don't even know, because there's multiple genders. So how, how, do, how do they vet that anymore? According to them, there's multiple genders. Not to me. Not to God. But it's so easy for me to sit here and say, you got to yank your kid out of that school, whatever school this Tia person goes to. But that's the only way. That's the only way this ever goes away is if we activate and, and we take charge. Because government ain't going to do it. The politicians ain't going to do it. The Republican Party doesn't have the backbone to do this. The Republican Party doesn't have the backbone to stand up to Joe Biden. How are they going to stand up to Tia? I say I'm a girl, whatever his last name is. And by the way, I will never refer to Tia and any other of them, like Bruce Jenner, as a she. He is a he. Sorry. But I happen to believe in Judeo-Christian values. I'm a Christian. And what does God say? There are multiple genders. There's a cisgender. There's a non-gender. There's a binary. No. God specifically said there's two genders, as a matter of fact, going to the Old Testament. And I'm sorry, but that's what I believe. Call me an old fuddy-duddy. So, parents, if you're mad, and you should be, all parents should be mad. By the way, you think your school's safe for now? Your kid is going to college, it's safe for now, it hasn't spread, this is a cancer. It's going to spread all over. This is easily predictable. Easily predictable. In fact, Rush was talking about it years ago. I can't remember the, the singular case he was talking about, but he was suggesting that if the door is open to something like this and people are accepting of a man saying he's a woman, it's over. The floodgates will open and here we are today. Totally morally corrupt. And I will tell you something else. That the only reason why this LGBTQIA, yeah, I looked it up, okay? I don't even know what all these letters stand for, but there's, it's now LGBTQIA. The only way that that nonsense can exist at Disneyland or Disney World or whatever other aspects of our society is if God is lost by these people. God no longer exists in these people's lives. Because if God existed in these people's lives, the LGBTQIA would not exist, right? By definition. And these churches, I condemn them, that are acceptance, accepting to the LGBTQIA nonsense because you are violating the tenets of Christianity. Shame on you, and there will be hell to pay. It won't be from me. It should be from the parishioners not putting up with that kind of stuff. The split that's going on in the Methodist church right now, it's over that. It's one of the things anyway, from what I understand. And God bless the traditional Methodists for holding their ground. And I condemn 
the non-traditional Methodists for screwing things up. But again, same thing. You can vote with your pocketbook. You can support with your pocketbook the traditional Methodist church and leave the new one out there withering on the vine. It's the same model I suggest with the schools, the colleges. It's the same model I have suggested with California. Speaking of California and the schools, I want to get to that in a moment. But first, I have one minute and 20 seconds of a report from Milwaukee, Wisconsin, and breaking news about masks and the school system in Milwaukee that has, I think it's the, it's the largest school district uh, in Wisconsin, and they have decided to make masks mandatory, no matter what the numbers, indefinitely. Roll tape. For some parents, dropping their kids off at school this morning across Milwaukee came with a surprise after the district announced it was going back to its mandatory mask mandate, with the call coming in after many kids were already in bed. I got a phone call late, late last night, but at this point I was already in bed, so I just let it go. Um, there wasn't a voicemail even waiting for me or a text message. Gensland Elementary parents like Nicole Santos and Shamisa Dell say the back and forth has been tough, especially when it comes to explaining it to their kids. So my son was very excited this morning to say, oh, mom, I don't have to wear a mask now. And now I'm like, oh, yeah, you do. I'm glad you brought it. It's just a lot of confusion because it's hard explaining to a five-year-old that one day you can wear a mask and the next day you can't. The decision to go back to masks comes less than 24 hours after students were able to go without them for the first time in nearly two years. It would be nice to have some kind of sense of normalcy and stability, but at the same time, the most important place for these kids to be right now is school. And with the permanent future of masks in MPS classrooms still unknown, some parents just want a straight answer. What are we doing here? What is the world coming to that we have to keep going back and forth over our health crisis? If it's such a concern, let's keep it at one thing. Wear masks. That's it. That's all. Stop tape. I pray, I mean, literally, I pray for these parents because they are ignorant about what is going on. This is, never was, and never will be about health. This is, was, and will continue to be about control, about capitulation, period. Do your homework, you folks, you parents in Milwaukee. Do your homework. What is the survival rate of the Wuhan coronavirus among kids? It's 99.9999999999. You're going to survive it. And if you bring it home, guess what? The parents have a 99 or a 98% chance. Come on. Use your noggins. This is not about saving your children from a virus. If that were the case, they'd be wearing a mask in flu season as well. And by the way, I still don't know whether they've come up with a test that can differentiate between the flu, influenza, and COVID. Because they haven't, they, at least they hadn't had one, a test that differentiated as recently as this year. So we, I just got breaking news that Kamala Kamala heals up Harris, has COVID. She's vaxxed. I use that in quotes in case you can't see me. 
I'm using air quotes. She's vaxxed, air quotes, okay. She's boosted, air quotes, and she's boosted again. So she's vaxxed, quote, vaxxed, and boosted twice, quote, yet she still gets the COVID. But I say to myself, maybe it's just a cold or maybe it's the flu. Because last I checked, these tests, these PCR tests cannot differentiate between the flu and COVID. But back to the big picture here. This school district has been infected by the cancer and the cancer originated from California. And I wanna give you an example of how bad it is in California. You think Wisconsin's bad, you think Milwaukee's bad. In the San Diego Unified School District, they are now mandating the so-called vaccine to children. Now think about that. Think about it. you live in San Diego, in, in the metropolitan, the city limits of San Diego, I think it's one, might be two, two million, 2.1 million people now. Okay, county of San Diego is three and a half, maybe four, I don't know, losing track, it's growing fast. So say there's two million people in, in, in San Diego, there's 120,000 people in the San Diego Unified School District, young people, 120,000 students. And so you're now faced with a dilemma because you have done the homework. You do know that this is poison, number one. And number two, that the survival rate for a kid is 99.9999%. And you know that you don't want to do this. What do you do? What do you do? And as California goes, by the way, San Diego, although you think it used to be conservative, it's not anymore. Unfortunately, the Marxists have taken over and especially in the school board and the school district. It's gone. It's gone. It's not as progressive, I suppose, technically as San Francisco and not as militant maybe as Los Angeles, but it's just as bad as the both of them. And so the three major metropolitan areas in California, San Francisco, Los Angeles, and San Diego are gone. They have been taken over by the Marxists. Now, I tell you this because this is the root of the problem in terms of schools. And it's just one example of hundreds of reasons to either take back your schools and your school systems or remove your, your, your student. And I want to get to the solution in just a moment. But first, um, I want to tell you about a, a story, uh, just a brief one, about One America News. When One America News was founded, um, it was on July 4th of 2013. I did the first show and uh, off we went. And then, you know, around 2015, this guy named Donald Trump said he was going to run for uh, president. And uh, as a network, as a show host, Graham Ledger, I was all over it. And um, we covered, obviously, Donald Trump and his run for the presidency in 2016. When he won, in 2016, I got a call from the boss, Robert Heron. He told me, hey, uh, I want you to back off on your support of Article 5, Convention of the States, to amend the United States Constitution. And I was perplexed as to why I didn't want to argue with the guy. But he says, hey, Donald Trump's going to fix all this stuff. One man is going to fix all this stuff. Now, I support Donald Trump. I supported him then. I support him now. And I'll support him in the future. Unless something changes. But I also know that one man cannot fix the system. Washington is not going to be able to fix Washington. And we know now I was right back then and I'm right today. 
because in the end, it was the swamp that killed Donald Trump. I'm oversimplifying it, but that's effectively what took out the 45th president of the United States was the swamp in various forms and various stages and various states and various regions. But it was no less the swamp. And so my argument back then was, no, we still need Article 5 and we do need Article 5 um, to fix permanently the problems uh, in this country. The reason why I bring this up is because of Ron DeSantis. I support Ron DeSantis. He's batting by my count about 950. There's only one thing I wish he had vetoed. I don't know why he signed it. He gave another year of indemnity to the hospitals in Florida. I don't know why. I don't know. All I can think of is it maybe would have opened up a can of worms for him if hospitals started to close because they were getting their asses sued off. That's the only thing I can think of. Maybe one day I'll talk to uh, Governor DeSantis and he can explain it to me. But he's batting 950. The whole Disney thing, the whole redistricting, uh, protecting parents' rights, on and on and on and on. It's a wonderful thing. But, and the voter rolls, by the way. He just cleaned up the voter rolls um, and, and, and is you know, doubling down on making ballot harvesting illegal. It's a wonderful thing. It's an absolutely wonderful thing. But I will, I will say to you, folks in Florida, that one man cannot fix all your problems. Don't put all your eggs in the DeSantis basket, whatever you do. And no, he's not gonna run for president. Donald Trump's gonna run for president, so quit asking me, okay? DeSantis is needed in Florida. Florida's gonna be a mega battleground in 2024. I guarantee you, the Democrats are setting up camp in Florida to do damage. Not dangling Chad damage, but other kinds of damage, electoral speaking. So between DeSantis and Mike Lindell, and God bless Mike Lindell for suing the pants off of the Marxists in Arizona. He's spending half a million dollars of his own money trying to stop these electronic voting machines from being used. And he's trying to do it state by state by state. And he's starting in Arizona. Great, wonderful. God bless you. We support you. By the way, this is not gratuitous. But this is why you need to go to Mike Lindell's site, AKA MyPillow, put Ledger in the promo code box and buy some stuff. Okay, just buy some stuff. Buy some sheets, I just got some new sheets. Towels, I got some new towels. So just buy some stuff, Ledger, L-E-D-G-E-R, Ledger in the promo code box. Mike needs all the support um, we can get. Between DeSantis and Mike Lindell, I like it. You know, I like what's happening here. But again, one man, DeSantis, one man, Mike Lindell, is not enough. So here's where I'm headed with all this and trying to tie it all together about the schools. The only way we make America great again, long term, and if Donald Trump were here, I would say it to his face as well. I would say, Mr. President, the only way we make America great again, MAGA, Long term, you know, there's a lot of things we can do short term. And you know what DeSantis is doing, Mike Lindell, yeah, wonderful. But long, long term is to take back the educational system. A side note, long term solutions include Article 5 Convention of the States. And I've talked about that before and I'll talk about it again. But if you're talking about undoing the systemic problem, for example, in California, I don't know that this model will work in California, 
But the only way is to take back the school system. So how do you do that? Well, in a state like California, it's almost impossible to take back the school boards, okay? Maybe you can have a seat here or there. It's not going to do anything. I sat on a HOA board before. I was the one dissenting vote. I did nothing. I, you know, I stood my ground. I, I stood up for what I believed in, but it did nothing in the end. Same thing with the school boards in California. If you're in Texas, it's a different story, right? You got a fighting chance. If you're in Alabama, it's different. You got a fighting chance, right? If you're in the Chicago area of Illinois, you're outvoted. So what is the safety valve in these areas? And it, red state or blue state, this is a model that can work, okay? It is, again, it's so easy for me to say this. It's the same one for college. Get your kid out of public school. The federal government, the state government, the local government has no business in teaching your kids. Look what they're doing, LGBTQIA. They're ingraining this. They're telling kids there's a non-binary this and that out there. This whole thing, when my daughter was in grammar school, save the planet, save the earth. But even things like just say no to drugs, none of their business. None of their business. The government doesn't belong in teaching children. Get your kid out. I'll tell you a place to go. It's called face.net, F-A-C-E. It is the foundation for American Christian education. Foundation for American Christian education. This is a place, a resource center that guides schools that want to teach children the Judeo-Christian foundation of this country in private schools. But it also can help to form, let's say your church doesn't have a private school, doesn't have a school. It's time you, you push the church. It's time you get active. Jesus had 12 disciples. Go find 12 disciples. Go find 12 people. Spread the word. We're going to build a school at this church. This is the only way. Most of the states are paid per pupil. Get your pupil out of there. Choke off the beast. Retake your child's education. That is how we fix this country long term. Attack the evil at the source. And remember, evil can only prevail when good is silent. Evil can only prevail when you are silent. I'm Graham Legend.